1998, I founded the Kalamazoo Poetry Slam. I did it because I had a few talented friends who needed a place to take their art to the next level. And because I knew there had to be more voices out there waiting to be heard. And because I wanted to go to an open mic where at least two out of three poems didn't suck. My name is Tracy Smith, and this is the Kazoo Slamcast. This is Slam Poem. Later, like, the poems are like, you dirty fucking whore. But this is one of the good ones from the beginning. My ears reach in the suburban noise of night. A question asked in one naked moment. I am the Smith. I am the poet. I am the industrial revolution. No longer bright as fireflies. Finding how wonderful we are, we form the sweet nature of the future and the reasons that we sing. This show was recorded on April 4th of 2000. April is National Poetry Month, so we decided it would be a good time to have the tournament to pick our team that would go to the National Poetry Slam in August. Uh, gives everybody enough time to get their shit together and practice. So the, for the first three weeks in April, we would have one round of slam. Anyone who placed first or second at any of the previous slams that year was qualified to try out for the team. At the end of three weeks, we'd take the top eight who would go on to our finals on the fourth week where we would have two rounds of slam to determine the four people who would represent Kalamazoo at the Nationals. This episode, however, doesn't feature any of the slam. Uh, This is just the open mic. And I threw in at the end uh, the sacrificial poet for the slam, Sean Shea, because it was his last... Uh, show with us before he moved out east your host for the show will be me uh not the first show that i hosted but uh this is the first one that we recorded i think i was parking my car i had traveled very fast i had traveled real I left the car running And I walked away But I could still hear The radio play I had traveled very fast I 
A cop shot me in the head. No, I ain't lying. Shot me in the head. And you were crying. You told me that his gun was very small. A cop shot me in the head. A cop shot me in the head In the place Where everything's the same Like on TV The place Where everything's the same We laughed and did drugs with their kids shot me in the head but I kept talking you were amazed that I kept talking you told me that his gun was very small a cop shot me in the head a cop shot me in the head. A cop shot me in the head. A cop shot me in the
He made me do it. Great big ice cream sundae from outer space was in a place prepared for home be the great big ice cream sundae from outer space I stuffed my face cause it was free and when I was finished its size was not diminished the great big ice cream sunday from outer space was in a place prepared for me
What do you want me to play? Across the way, stares at me until I pray. Be rid of things that plague your field. Gold spun in my fingers. I won what I wanted. Sold a salad to the cast and crew. Jacuzzi minds bubble through. Insult the friend I found in you. Mind I never mind the weather. Always hold my head above the rest. Though that's not a sound I have to test. In order to pregnate my windows. My windows, that it's a drag, it's a drum. The power wheel is stolen from your field. You're expired and admired by you. And you're wearing that old hat you found in Guam. Possibly a reconstructed bomb. Like Van Gogh, you don't know what makes up a heart in the first place. Hard to face, your mind out of waste. Inside, in between the lines, I saw an open sign. It made me remember glue. That bird, that 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 bind, that, that binds me with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. My putana wave bye-bye. I like the way that putana swings. It sings and sways, among other things, and falls between my baby's gown. Enough to make those cold days frown, to satisfy my baby's mound, and keep it wound the way I do. I ain't through with it yet. I kiss it while it's wet, and suck the dew off dew drops. 
my baby rocks and sways. I think she likes my face, and now I know just how I taste when demons lace her eyes that make the demons cry. Oh, why, baby, why do we have to say goodbye? I wish these days would never end. You know the swans mate for life. I can't understand what makes them fly from ponds to stand into the lucky life, and I can't find reason to let go of your mirrors. No, don't take me serious, just to turn your back and walk into the sky. I know you were mine, and that's all that matters. God knows we had a time, and it's all in my mind. I don't remember that guy being here before, do you? I think I would have remembered that guy. That was cool, man. All right, second up on our list is Sean Shea. I was hugging Drek. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Okay, so as some of you know and some of you don't, um, I got a job in Massachusetts. I'm leaving Friday night, and this is probably one of the last slams you're going to see me here until I come back and get my stuff with a U-Haul. Um, <laughs> anyways, and um, I'm going to do uh, um, kind of an old uh, uh, piece here uh, just because it'll be the last time I can do it in front of you. This is the one that... Uh, Everybody changes the title on me. I call this ice fishing in reverse, but everyone here and everywhere else calls it Houdini. You ever read about Harry Houdini? I read this one where he dives into an ice-covered stream and then gets swept away from the hole up above by the time he gets those shackles off. So what do you do? if you're Harry Houdini. About to bite the big one or a stunt to promote tonight's show that doesn't seem very likely now that eight. Now that 10 and 12 minutes had passed. And your widow is informed because it really wasn't part of tonight's show. Well, if you're the goddamn Houdini that everyone says you are, you rise to the surface and you take in what you can in that little gap between water and was water. <gasps> And you breathe. And then you find that air hole. Even if it takes four tries going back, oh. And when you do arrive, you gotta rise with a bit of panache because tonight's box office depends on it. And sometimes, woman, you're a lot like that. You got me ice fishing on the other side of the ice. You got me sunk at the bottom. You got me rising for any daylight. You got me breathing it in. <gasps> and my lungs ache now. A man can lose a lung or a kidney, drink off most of his liver, and still be kicking, though he won't kick as high if he loses a testicle or two. <laughs> most of the small and large intestine are removable, can be donated like bone marrow, just like injections can replace your pancreas. Most of the frontal cerebral cortex ain't necessary to life. 
All you need is the medulla and the brainstem and back to keep your heart pumping chemo. And it won't even kill that engine to run at a pint low. Yeah, a man can live without half of the blood and flesh that makes him whole, but it don't mean he will. It don't mean he wants to. It don't mean that he won't holler late at night. Baby, baby, come back. I need you. Right on, right on. Next up is Melanie. She's over there. There we go. How's that? Bleeding sunrises liquefy like Lava sliding into dusty, dirty, never-claimed liquor bottles. Bottomless cups of coffee for bottomless souls. Big cup, empty saucers. The I'm sorry, I can't. Still being sung in chorus behind me. Sparkling aneurysms bursting and exploding and bursting and exploding and bursting again and again. Open air dancing, a pretty place, a glass flashpoint on a horizon I can stare at without blinking. Time suspended in hills, overlaying black tears intertwined with lost and stolen memories that overwhelm me with des the desire to stay in bed. The orbit of good and bad lingers over the pillow of your shirt that I slept with last night. Imposing, self-absorbing, crippling aromas of the taste of your neck Dying brown leaves that pat me on my back as my coronaries come more frequently. My heartstrings are plucked and frayed. My wine press endlessly listless convulses in disappointment. I never wanted you to go away, but you did. Wrong list. Teresa is next. Is she ready? Are you ready? No. No. Well, get ready. Take your time. Take your time. Bit of an announcement. Went to the Slam Masters meeting this week. That's where all the people that uh, run things and think they're important like me go to Chicago once a year and bitch at each other for about 16 hours. And the only really interesting bit of news is that the uh, Nationals this year have been pushed back one week to August 9th through the 12th because the Providence Film Festival was the week before and they didn't want to, you know, you know. That's the second week in August. So, you know. <laughs> Okay, she's ready now. Welcome her up to the stage. This is my first time, so like, be sympathetic. <laughs> huh? 
Should we all wave? I titled this one Radio Stations. Love is like a never-ending song on your favorite radio station. Never too fast, never too slow, always perfect. But what if you became tired of that song? What if you could change the station to find something better? What if that something better wasn't better? You turn back to the old station, the one that became you became your life. But the song was over, or someone else had your song you once had but gave up. But what did you give it up for? You had it, it had you, but you lost it. The one song that made your life complete, the one love that made you live, the one you lost. That was her first time up, give her a big hand. I love that. Back in the old days, we used to have to wait months for a new person to walk through the door. Okay, next up is Nicole. How's this? This is good. I wrote this poem last Saturday night because I was sitting here and I was being entertained by Michelle Peters who sings here and I sat next to a group of guys that were from Europe and they looked at her and of course said, what is she doing here? She needs to go. So this is called the Small Town Angel Singer. She was small town wonder girl, angel giving it all up for racks of clothes from a secondhand shop. Add a few tattoos, some angel wings, and she flies. Red hair from a bottle touched by golden elixir, measured out by a metronome beating somewhere between the seas. She left when London bound. She went to find her path, and a man named Simon, wouldn't you know, left her floating between here and there, so that nowhere became the place to stay, to spread. Wings of enchantment and songs, words came wrapped up in a melody between lifting glasses for a living and time spent itself while the notes waited and she did get away. <laughs> Chris, how do I do this? Pull it up. You know the one I've written about, the one from my past, the one who wears that crisp, white, long sleeve shirt and likes touching the perfect knot in his tie? Well, he's still around, and he's found his cause celeb. It brought him out again this time, in front of cameras in Washington, D.C. He came out wearing his perfectly combed brown hair, and hiding his glorious blue eyes that sparkle with pride behind gold-framed eyeglasses. Of course he'd have to wear gold to appear on the steps of the Capitol, where he came out to speak against a 90-year-old woman named Granny D. He says her cause is worthless. He smiles when he says that, 
his pride obliging him to speak up about when someone is so off track that she chose to speak for campaign reform. To speak against him, actually. He said that with all the power he had, laughing that crocodile smile. This is an issue, he said. She should, he said, since she is a mother and a grandmother, stop wasting her time. She's walked all those miles for the wrong issue. And then Granny D spoke up. She said, just give it time. After I'm gone, it'll happen. I've planted the seed. And now I say Granny D is one of those salesmasters I've written about. A salesmaster, a salesmaster who has shown us how to sail in the future. Thanks. I was totally not prepared for tonight. So like, this is something I wrote a while ago. It's called Peyton. It's for a guy that I knew. He went to the army, obviously. Okay, it goes, uh, nervously he climbs the steps with the realization that there's no turning back. Today his world falls away. Clutching images of lazy days once thought to be forgotten, he watches his adolescence slip through his fingertips. Sitting in his aisle seat, his heart redundantly shatters with the weight of lost first love. Staring through the bus window, bus window, he painfully looks back into the night before. Even now, it's as if he can still feel the salty stains left on his chest and shoulders and smell the sweet caress of her shampoo. Four years is a lifetime away. And as his family and friends become faded specks on a beautiful August horizon, perfect, sunny, and safe. It grows harder and harder to convince himself that this is for the best. This is for his future. Today he becomes a man, no room for childish feeling. Today he is going to be all that he can be, whether he likes it or not. Thank you. Thank you, Sharon. We got one more person on the open mic list. And then we're going to slam. But first, we have Matt. Is he ready? Is he there? Out there. There he is. This is called The Race for a Cure. I will not be another victim of the 85%, the ignorant, just because I cannot pay my rent with minimum wage, underage, in this cage of new age, new order, when we didn't have it in the first place. The world all up in my face, I cannot make an exception for it as all perception, all that we know for sure. I would like to join the race for a cure, so maybe I can find a remedy for the things I've learned, yearned, bridges I've burned, holidays, every days, anyways, <laughs> STDs, Disease, too busy, love, sickness, loneliness, homelessness, oppression, obsession, the lesson, blessing, overstressing, apathy, telepathy, telepsychics, television, <sighs> media deceiving you, Jerry Garcia, hippies, hip hoppers, emos, indie rockers, punks, ravers, savers, trailers, white trash, rednecks, spicks, niggers, kikes, gooks, spooks, kooks, chills, ills, thrills, Violence, silence, pregnance, procreation, emotion, devotion, or lack thereof, need for blood, hugs, 
drugs and earplugs for mothers, fathers, sons, and daughters, rich, poor. You heard all this before. I have much more in store. Funny feelings, shady dealings for what they've done to me, for what I am, for what I'll become, for what I'll do to them. Enemies, friends, ends, monies, honeys, whew, dummies. <laughs> oh, this is my first time, too. <laughs> all right, though. For what I am, for what I'll become, for what I'll do to them. Enemies, friends, ends, monies, honeys, dummies, grips, set trips. The web worldwide, east side, west side, south side, what side? My side. Inside, upside, outside, downside. Green eggs and ham, spam, Muhammadans, Jews, Hindus, Christians, sins, Haris, Ataris, Sega Genesis, mind traps, semantic gaps, history lapse, societies collapse, lies, truths, proofs, facts. <laughs> Machines, high beams, authorities, minorities, majorities, those before me, those yet to come, this bedlam, chaos, order, borders, borderline sanity, normalities, and ab, cabs, cars, superstars, regular guys, McDonald's, French fries, poison, candy, candy flipping, double dipping, sodomy, lobotomy, dichotomy, skits, bipolar, Polaroid, VHS, cess on my mind, my soul, my face, my place, or yours, does it matter, the fatter, the skinnier, uglier, prettier, young, old, pussy, and bold, I've been told we're killing ourselves. To be believed, to be continued, misconstrued, long overdue, revolution, afflicting solutions, environment and mental pollutions, dilution, straight up, what the fuck, duck, hell no. Stand tall, never fall, we all will. Soon, swoon, doom. Masturbation, menstruation, information, transportation, location, 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 industrialization, nations, frustration, damn. I would like to join the race for a cure for man's creation. First time's the hardest, man. After that, you're hooked. I made a mistake. There's one more uh, name on the open mic list, and that would be John. All right. Um, I wasn't going to do anything tonight, but Chris said, like, do that piece you did last week, and my ego is huge. So I was like, okay. But before I do, I would just like to say thank you to Sean. Hey, you pay attention, buddy. You're getting props over here for, like, all the cool pieces you come down and, like, sharing with us, and that was great because we enjoyed it. So big hand for Sean. I cannot write depressing poetry. There are many reasons I cannot write depressing poetry. One reason is milk duds. I used to eat them all the time until I thought about the name milk dud. A dud was when you stuck a firecracker into a frog's mouth and nothing happened. It was a waste of time. So I thought milk dud. Milk, waste of time. Milk is a waste of my time. And I never drank it. And I got brittle bones. Milk duds are one reason I cannot write depressing poetry. Another reason is the lousy memory I inherited from my mother 
when I was a kid, she would say, go clean your room. And when I was done, I would get her for inspection. And she would say, your bed's not made. And I would say, why do I have to make my bed? I'm going to bed in three hours. And she would say, what if company comes over? And I would say, why would company want to see my room? And she would say, to see your new football trophy. And I would say, I don't have a football trophy. I have brittle bones. If I played football, I would be broken in two. She said, I forgot. Your brother has the football trophy. All you got is the lousy memory you inherited from me. The lousy memory I inherited from my mother is another reason I cannot write depressing poetry. The last reason I cannot write depressing poetry is Kurt Cobain. I thought Kurt Cobain was cool. I thought Kurt Cobain was a rebel, a cool, grungy rebel. And then he shot himself with a gun, and everyone was sad. And I thought, if I shot myself with a gun, everybody would think that I accidentally broke one of my brittle bones and shot myself, because I would forget to leave a suicide note. So you see, because of Kurt Cobain, the lousy memory I inherited from my mother and Milk Duds, I cannot write depressing poetry because I don't want to kill myself. And I think if you want to write depressing poetry, you have to want to kill yourself. That's my excuse. What's yours? It wasn't my idea to change jobs, change cities. And I'm sure it wasn't the boy's idea, but a man needs to make a living. You'll make new friends, I told him. It didn't help that we switched in the middle of the year. I guess we should have got the boy new clothes, but he had five perfectly good sets from private school, and the boy is so hard to fit even in the husky sizes. So when the boy came home from the new school crying and beat up with a note for us, we went in to see the principal. There's nothing I can do for him. The other kid says that the boy started a fight with all five of them. We tried to do what we could for him. But even a change of wardrobe didn't keep the cruelty of kids away from the boy. I don't know when it was. One too many times crying home on the bus. Maybe it was only when his grades started to slip that somebody noticed. But one day, we got a call from the school counselor. He said he'd seen the boy after another fight. He said the boy was checking out questionable, violent books like The Art of War, All Quiet on the Western Front, Janis Joplin's biography, The History of Europe. He said he thought the boy was showing signs of acute paranoia. He said he wanted to put the boy on medication. He said he wanted to treat the boy for depression, too. He'll be a lot happier this way said Coach Reynolds, the school counselor. We had the boy's best interests at heart when we listened to that counselor. The pills seemed to work at first. At first, he would just come home on the bus, as always, but no tears this time. He seemed not to care if the kids made fun of him. He even thinned up a little, even if he didn't sleep so good anymore. We never asked when he didn't explain the new bruises. 
It seemed like he might be making it until one night somebody dumped the boy on my lawn all beat up and bleeding. He had his hair cut off with a pocket knife and he had someone else's skin under his fingernails. He said a girl pretended to like him for a whole month just to get him to go to this party and when he had his back turned at the keg, 20 kids jumped him. The boy said, I fought back, Dad. I scratched. I even bit the half back in the stomach, but there was 20 there. They beat my boy. They cut my boy's hair off with a knife. They did worse to the boy. My boy. And when we went down to the station, the police chief said his son had seen the whole thing. There's nothing I can do for the boy. He brought it on himself. Besides, that whole party was there trespassing with alcohol. There's nothing I can do. And when the boy could walk, he went back to school with a baseball cap over his shaved head to find his hair taken at the party locked in the trophy case next to the photo of Coach Reynolds and the football team. The next day, the boy brought out a shotgun. They say the survivors will get counseling. Judges, now it's time to write down a score and big, big numbers. Yeah, those are the other things. And hold them up high. Hold them up high, judges. Let me see them. Let me see them. Let me see them. We got one, two, three, four, and five. Okay, we got a 7.5. And an 8.8. And an 8.7. And a 9. And a 9. Okay. We, uh... Also, Sean, uh, three minutes and 15 seconds. We throw out the high, and we throw out the low, and then we add them together, and then we take out the time penalty, and then sometime tomorrow morning, we'll have a score for you. I'm sorry, what? Can you hold the scores up one more time? We got a new scorekeeper. We'll get, we'll get them trained. That's, what, that's another reason we do this. We got a train. We got a 7.5 and a 9 and a 9 and an 8.7 and an 8.8. That's better. A 26 for Sean Jay. Give him a hand. This is about the time for it, isn't it? Time for what? Story of my life. Where do you want me to begin? I got a pretty fair idea already. What made you so mad? I've been mad ever since I met you. Most people are. One look and you made up your mind just what you wanted to think about me. You were... Oh, what's the use? 